Welcome back to the Magic Missile Podcast. Um, I am Tyler. I'm hosting the Ursulina campaign, and we're going to jump in with a quick recap of where we're at so far. Um, in an attempt to remove a curse from a battle axe, uh, Lode, along with the rest of the Chainbreakers, have made their way to um, the giant town of Brashev uh, in the Cindercrest Mountains. Um the shaman, the leader of the village, recently passed and put the young, impulsive Rylus in charge. Um, Rylus, um, wanting to provide safety for uh, the the village, has sworn to defeat the white demon, Eldrag, the same entity that... Um, has cursed the battle axe that the, the, the battle axe has been stolen from. Uh, Eldrag, a, an adult white dragon, um, had a deal with the giant village to provide protection in exchange for a large percentage of their food. Uh, Rylus, unconvinced that this is a sustain, sustainable um, deal for the giants, um, took to the, the giant cave uh, to or took to the the dragon cave, sorry, to fight Eldrag and end the deal once and for all. Um, you all uh, stepped in and convinced Rylus that a larger assault is necessary. Uh, after seeing two of uh, Rylus's close friends immediately frozen. Uh, Rylus agreed, and you retrieved a couple additional helping hands from the uh, the village. Um, the four giants, the five of you, and Davfin, a half-elf that uh, you have picked up along the way, a stowaway in your travels, um, have explored the... Uh, the interior of the Frost Gauntlet, the cave system where Eldrag is said to uh, have made his lair. Uh, you have recently come across a, a chest with a um, a piece of armor in it, quite a bit of gold, and a uh, runic puzzle that, uh, through some help from Tobar and Voir uh, and... Uh, several others you have uh, successfully uh, acquired. So we pick up right there. You are in this large uh, ice-filled cavern uh, and standing uh, alongside you is Davfin kind of eyeing the armor that was just picked up out of the um, out of the chest. Uh, he looks over. Um, wait, so let me get this straight. You all are going to go in and try and talk down this big dragon. I uh, 
I think it's a stupid idea. I've I've known you for all of what five minutes, and I, you guys aren't going to get anywhere. So like, either give me something to defend myself with, or let me like leave and try and find a way to get out of here. I appreciate all that you've done for me. Uh, you know, forcing me to tag along unarmed and without armor is a cruel death sentence in all this. Um, so if that's the route you are going to go. If, if you're really going into this dragon's lair, you know, just like grow a pair and just kill me now, or at least give me that, um, the armor that you've found. Pretty uh, interesting. Not grow a pair to a bunch of people who are about to walk in and talk to a dragon <laughs> because, no, we you- because we won't murder you. <laughs> are you going to give me something to defend myself? with yeah, I literally like, have nothing <laughs> I, I completely forgot you were here well then like let me leave and just like Bye. I'm cool I don't care I don't do yeah, you your own way out but if you disturb that fucking owlbear at the front and he comes after us we will you know not be happy about that what do you think is going to be safer for everybody uh, just bring him along and give him some armor or something maybe a weapon no. No, don't what? give him an armor. Don't give him weapon. If he wants to leave, go. Walk out, dude. This is my armor. I'm not giving it up. Yeah. He's been a real dick. Yeah, dude. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he mean. All right. Can I shoot him? Yeah, I don't care. Shoot him in the uh, foot or something. What, what, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me look at my gear. I feel like we've already given him some stuff, right? Like, didn't we give him like a? I don't know. You gave him a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my javelin. Mm. Can we kill? If you want, like, there's nothing stopping you. Be careful going past that owl bear, I guess. Unfortunately, there is stuff stopping me. It's uh, the rest of my crew. (laughs) Is anyone here good aligned? (laughs) I'm not. Uh, I, I do think I'm good, yeah. But I also, I think he's a piece of shit and I don't really care about him. And we've killed a lot of people who have kind of been like, you know, ooh, I don't know. Like, you know, Zoranda Rex, I'm like, was he bad? We don't know. We didn't kill him. But, you know, I mean. I think killing someone because they're a dick. Yeah, that's a bit. Almost hard. a definition of evil. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually not saying kill him. I'm just saying let him go. I mean, if he wants to go, go. But you got to find your own way out, right? Like, we tried to save you. You were a dick about it. Just go. You know, if you I didn't here. honestly, Daphne. I didn't know you were with us. I thought you stayed outside with Muto. <laughs> You're so you, quiet. <laughs> you yes, and yeah. If you want to go outside and see how they're doing, that would probably be really helpful. I just know that, like, I given the right stuff, I could have been a, a help. Do Fuck we want to then give him yeah, some? I give, I give my two javelins. Okay, he got uh, load, but that's good of you. John, this man is a thief. I mean, he could help us in some way navigating this dungeon. He could also steal from us. Stealing from us is the least of our concerns if we're dealing with a dragon. More importantly, has he ever been in this cavern? No, but neither have we. And how is he going to help us? Uh, How are we going to do well against a fucking dragon we've never met? I mean, think of Daphne as like a less proficient version of me. Listen, I, think, I say we take it, me personally, I say we let him do whatever he wants. If he wants to stay, he can stay. If he wants to go, let him, I don't care. I didn't, I, yeah, so. 
If anyone has any issue with that, then... No, I don't necessarily want to enable him, though. Like, I'm not trying to arm him. I'm not trying to, you know... Yeah, I'm not going to give him anything. No, I'm I'm not necessarily looking for weapons. I just need something to protect myself with. That armor that you just picked up looks like it could protect me. I'm literally just wearing essentially a sheet on me right now. I'm freezing my balls off. What's that? Wasn't it magical, that armor? Uh, The armor that was pulled out of the chest, yes. Yeah, we're not going to give you magical armor. Why also, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, wouldn't I'm be pretty sure it. it's Tobar, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be giving it to him. Tobar, we'd be loaning it to him. Ultimately, it's your choice. Great, but... I'm going to be putting it on in like five minutes, so... All right. Uh, go on. So you can get dressed, dude. <laughs> what was it, Tom? So it's a hard no as far as you getting the magical armor. Is there anything else that you would are asking for? The the javelins that that's fine. Like I, I'll help if if things go sideways. I just needed something to protect myself with. If you want me to come along, fine. I'll be there. Uh, if not, I'm out. Like I, I feel like this is really important. I don't care what you do, but if you screw anything else up for us, then I'll kill you. <laughs> Load. What do you want to do with them? Actually, for make a intimidation check. I'm not trying to intimidate him. I'm just just statement of fact. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not and, uh, I, I'm I think that's a persuasion option. check. Like I, I think yeah. either intimidation or persuasion. I think overall it kind of leans a little intimidating. Yeah, I rolled. I rolled intimidation. That, <laughs> that one. I think we should just bring him along. All right. You know what, my boy Load likes you. I pull out a tiny kazoo and I hand it to him. I say you're part of the band now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm really supposed to do with this, but sure. Thank you. Maybe this maybe this will be help. I'll pull out the uh silver dagger that I got from the uh caves beneath the Ravenvale Academy and okay. uh just flip it around and hand it to him. Like it's not much, but it's the only other blade I have on me. He he picks it up and kind of balances it, uh kind of feeling the weight of it. Yeah, I think this'll do. I would offer you uh, armor, but I don't. You, I don't wear armor. Same. I'm only wearing pants because these guys really make me wear the pants. <laughs> the whole thing. Same. <laughs> Load. It's three degrees in here, dude. <laughs> That's where I grew up. It's fine. I know. It's true. But you ain't ashamed. Pants are so restrictive. Well, so Davin kind of like holds on to the dagger and uh, kind of fits the, the javelins between the the wrappings of his uh, his fancy robes um, to basically hold on to him as best he can. All right. You know what, guys? I will. I, I'm not going to get in your way. I just needed something so that if I'm over on my own, I can at least do something like I. I want to be able to give him the chance to live if we're going into a dragon's lair. It seems only fair. Wait, Vor. You know, we've given you the chance to live already, actually. I just want to remind you of that. But yeah, walking me unarmored into a dragon's lair is uh, about as murdery as you can get. We didn't Vor. drag you here. You just leave and you... You could have stayed at No one asked you to come. <laughs> This guy it points to to our. This guy was going to shoot me in the back. He still might. <laughs> you so, wanted uh, to die. Me, me coming along was kind of my only option if I wanted to live and not 
be shot in the back with an arrow. So again, I'm here we met. You fun. wanted to die. You did. You wanted to die. You just didn't want to die a cat. You told me this. I was. No, no, no. He wanted to die as a cat. Oh shit! He did, didn't he? Yeah. Because he I knew to kill him. I knew that killing me as a cat would revert me back to my regular form. Nope. No. And after we turned you back to a person, you then asked for us to turn you back into a cat and set you off. Because you wouldn't give me anything to protect myself with. You're asking a lot. Var, don't we have... Didn't we get some powder or something that we had three expenditures of that can turn turn us invisible? I was just thinking at the back of my head, we've used one of them. And then two, I was thinking we might give one of them to Daffin in case it needs to like, I don't know, escape or something. But then I was thinking, actually, it might just be a good idea to have that stuff on hand in case we all need to escape. Cause you could just chuck it up and then you wouldn't have to expend any of your own magic energy to turn our group invisible. That's a good, good thought. Who, who has that right now? I believe you. Cause you and I you got the bag, hold, so yeah. hold our money. Um, I rolled an insight check. Can I actually look Daffin over and I want to see how capable of a fighter I think he is. Actually, uh, can I do the same while John is doing yeah, that? Sure. Either? Um, so John, as you look him over, um, he's a fairly fit guy, uh, as a, a, a rogue, a self-proclaimed rogue. He looks like he could probably hold his own. Um, if if you were to kind of like rate him on a scale from one to twenty, uh, arbitrarily, I would say he's probably about a six. Well, shit. I'm guessing I gleaned like roughly the same amount of information, if not a little bit less. Yeah. Um. I guess. Um. I. I, I guess. I would say to Davin that look, if you help us. And doing whatever it is that is going to happen in this cave, we will try to get you to safety. Does that seem fair? That, that's all I ask. Now, I also ask that you be respectful, and if you say anything we don't like, we will hit you. Fine, I'll stay quiet. Thank you. Now we got an understanding. Let's move forward. <laughs> Tobar, the armor that you picked up, uh, yeah. are you equipping it? Once I find a rock to hide behind real quick. Well, Tobar, let's make him a bubble. Yeah, Tobar, let's think if if we see Tobar looking to put on the armor, I guess Var would just be like, so the last piece of thing that we got from this treasure hoard was cursed. And it's the whole reason that we're here. Probably not a good idea to put on any items until we know whether or not they're cursed items. Hmm. That's why my lantern, lantern way to find out if it's cursed for i actually don't know um i i mean i don't think i have magic that can discern that um i don't know if anyone else does no i do have a hat of disguise but it's not gonna help us. but i also picked up a lantern so we had two magic things we picked up it was the armor and the lantern um and i think you make a pretty good point there that makes me nervous about using the lantern too the lantern, I think, seems like it's going to be a key. Yeah, so I was just thinking, I think I can... Uh, yeah, the lantern doesn't seem like it'd be magic so much as it would pull stuff from in you, but then I I think I can... Um, nope, never mind. I'm looking to see if I can detect when, like, key is 
being activated and i don't think i have that ability so yeah i guess what we could do is tobar if you're okay with it this is your armor you you got this but maybe we wait till after we kill the dragon before you to put it on if you feel comfortable waiting i mean ultimately it's yours, man. if you want to put it in or put it on you can put it on i'll make a bubble for you you don't have to hide behind a rock i don't so, i don't agree with that i don't think he just gets to put it on if he wants to put it on i mean I'm he found fight, it actively fight against that the last piece of armor we got from here was literally cursed. That <laughs> nah, so, was a weapon. This should be this should be a group decision of whether or not anyone equips this armor. Right. Sorry, right. Tobar, but I do agree with you. If we kill him, I'm I'm not a magic person, so I don't really know except like how to send messages. How if we kill the dragon, does the curse even dissolve or is it always going to be cursed? Roll an arcana check more. Jean does this. In which case, when does it matter when I put it on? <laughs> He's like, it's going to get on me one way or another. It's just if it's going to happen now or later. 16. Uh, you, you have a, uh, a rough sense that uh, the entity that casts a curse uh, uh, curses only there while the entity is alive. Uh, so okay. if, if... I'll say that with the caveat of even if it's cursed it doesn't stains put it on then if it wasn't the dragon that might else it's still cursed We will cross that bridge when we get. Well, wait, I guess. But also, I believe a cursed item, and I think it goes the same for my lantern. I think it takes an hour for you to attune to it. So <clears throat> I think that's up at meta, though. A cursed item. I just spent a magic item. Sorry. Is yeah. attuning something I have to do to an item? Like, if I was in this world and attuning to an item, is it something like I physically know that I am doing? I think I, I, I don't know enough about this. Yeah, I think the concept of attuning is kind of a meta concept, the same as like spell slots are, are kind of a meta concept. But I think you would know that you would have to like develop a relationship with it, maybe. Yeah, and it's only on a per item basis. It's not a blanket. All magic items have attunement requirements. Uh, okay. Only some do. Okay, I'm just going to wait then for now. Okay. Um, so you kind of turn and, and start to, to head um, in the only direction you haven't explored yet. And uh, as you kind of come around this corner right here, um, you see a the skeletal remains of what looked to be a uh, a previous adventurer. Uh, he has a, a small satchel next to him. 
Uh, looks like it was was kind of splayed open a little bit, uh, and there looks to be some things in the the satchel. Uh, he's got kind of a um, uh, old kind of busted looking bow and a handful of arrows on him. Um, but aside from that, you have a you have skeletal remains. How does it look like he died? Um, it looks. You could see that parts of of him, uh, particularly in his his legs, uh, are um, are kind of frozen and actually well preserved. But uh, other parts of him have just decayed over time. So it looks like he was frozen to the ground and then just decayed, died, and just like decayed away. Um, I'd like to see what type of arrows he was using. Okay, uh, you pick them up and they're fairly rudimentary they're uh standard wooden arrows with a uh a stone tip um nothing nothing too exciting i shall add them to my collection okay um do you guys continue on down the the hall yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay um so as you move into the next room, I'll bring you all over. There. I'm still on the side. Oh, never mind. No, you ain't. <laughs> um, so as you move into this next room, you walk into a massive cavern of at least 140 feet tall uh, with snowy rock walls and an icy floor. And on the the kind of uh, southwestern side, this kind of corner here, uh, you see a gigantic uh, flat skull and a rib cage that are kind of partially buried in the ice. Uh, it kind of comes out of the ice and juts in. Looks like it's part of the the rock formation, almost uh, as if the is as if the if the uh, rocks that surrounded it, this would easily be a fossil. Uh, each rib of this uh, rib cage is roughly six feet in diameter, and the skull is at least forty-five feet uh, in oh. diameter. You say um, flat skull, like a like a reptile's skull. Like, uh, actually, go ahead and everyone make a nature check for me. Nature. It's not really my thing. Not really my thing either. I rolled a nineteen. It's my thing. <laughs> It's your thing now. It's yeah. You know what this is. That's for sure. <laughs> Plus seven to juggling. Don't know shit about nature. <laughs> uh, so Jean and John. Um, I got a four. I'm pretty sure I think that's a bird. You are you're on it. John, actually, this, uh, this actually makes the most sense that you would know what this is. Uh, as it uh, appears to be uh, some something that you saw quite a bit of uh it looks to be a whale skeleton but much much larger than you've ever seen before um this is easily like 10 to 15 times the size of any whale you've ever come across uh the the skull looks to be flatter than you've seen uh most whale skeletons to to be or most whales in general uh it looks um almost half dome shaped uh in its its size uh, with a, a com- almost completely flat top. Um, and uh, let's see. Go ahead and make an investigation check. 
also not my thing. John, that is a big gecko. I've never seen one of those. <laughs> Besides that, dude, <laughs> I tell uh, I tell them that I believe uh, it's it's like this giant whale. It's it's a it's a whale skeleton, and it's just enormous. And so I explain it to them. Whales. Hmm. This seems outside of a whale's habitat. Just yeah, it out there. No, uh, you're right. Everyone else, go ahead and roll an investigation as well. Couldn't a dragon pick up a whale? I think that's a good call. I mean, how else does it even get here, right? Like, that's uh, so, I'm so dumbfounded that I, I rolled guys, a terrible it's from, it's from the flood that Noah made the ark. <clears throat> I got another that's four. I'm pretty sure I think it's a bird it. again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can go home now. So, for, uh, you know, based off of where you are in geographic terms, there's no way a dragon could have lifted something this size and carried it the very long distance from any near body of water. Body of water. Uh, this definitely is out of its habitat. Um, if it ever lived in an ocean to begin with, um, it's also much, much larger than any sea life that you you've read about. Um, Tobar, you, you kind of pick up on the same thing that this thing is just ginormous. It is way larger than than you expect. And the, the two of you, as you're kind of studying this, uh, you see kind of white motes of light underneath it. Um, and you, you kind of recognize uh, a few um, motes that appear to be made of just frost energy. Uh, and they float around almost happily underneath the uh, the rib cage, uh, and then as you approach and and take a, a closer look at, at this this skeleton, uh, the the moats dive quickly into the ice into the ground, uh, and you see just kind of really faint uh, glows of light underneath the ice in various points uh, here, here here um just kind of a, a dull white glow about three to four feet underneath the ice um you see that the the bones uh, as you get closer are very very old um like not only is this just a skeleton you just came across an, an adventurer who uh you you found just the skeleton of these seem far far older um, and you kind of get a, a better look at it, and it, there's no way that this is a an animal that you've ever come across before. Do you guys share this information with us? Yeah, I'll let you. I mean, hopefully the 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 light is a little bit more obvious since it's still going under the ground. But um, I'll share everything. Um, I guess John would ask, is it a possibility that it could be like some sort of like planar shift or like somebody teleported this yeah, here? I kind of suspected some teleportion, teleportation, teleportion, gate nonsense, teleportion, some teleportion gate nonsense. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. You could, you could, yeah, summon something from the plane of water or, or from. You know, another plane with massive monsters, I suppose. But uh, just a plane of water. Is there any like air above it? Is it a big ocean or is it just? Water? Oh, air's in the water. 
It's water. It's just water. It's just water. It's a sphere of water. That's wild. Or a plane? (laughs) Plane sphere. (laughs) The boat. It's a limitless expanse of water that has no air. Well, it has air pockets, but I don't know if water is that. But for Josh's. (laughs) What if, Ryan Fears is sitting there like, what if this thing lived there? There must be others like it. Uh, similar to what this I always do anytime we're in a dungeon, can I take a little fragment of this, uh, of like a piece of bone that I can maybe break off that would be small and maybe brittle enough for my little hands to do so? Sure. Okay. I take a little sample for myself. All right. Um, this wasn't one of the leviathans we needed. <laughs> <laughs> too big, load. Too big. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you're... Able, it almost like crumbles in your your hand, um, as as if it's like, um, like a graham cracker, like cr- being crumbled into your your hand. Um, and you're you're able to get a, a decent chunk of it, um, but it it doesn't have the same structural integrity as as what you would expect a, a bone to have. Uh, and as you you kind of grab this this sample, um, the small amount of light in the room darkens momentarily um and voir and tobar uh you notice that there is a um there is an additional kind of room on the other side of uh this wall up here so that we couldn't see before uh that you you couldn't really make out before until the light kind of changed. It it didn't look to be too noticeable until there was a a change in the lighting. I'll let, I'll let the group know. I pull out my lantern and I say, "Do you think this will help?" Uh, as you pull out the lantern, you see that there's a. Uh, it almost looks crystalline on the inside. Uh, and it glows with a, a purple glow um, that seems to be brighter than when you picked it up in the other room. I'd say that's a good guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Any any thoughts as to what my next step is here? No. Keep moving forward, I guess. Okay. Seems like we're being led in some direction, so I guess... The only question so, is, is the dragon leading us, or does the dragon's treasure want to work against him in some way? Maybe these lights are leading us. I don't know. Um, so I guess I shine my lantern around. Does it illuminate more one direction than another, maybe? Is that how this works, like a compass? Uh, it seems to, as you, you kind of like walk around the room a little bit, uh, it seems to get brighter as you get closer to the skeleton. I'm small enough. I walk into the skeleton. Like, I imagine I could walk through the bones, right? If this is like the biggest whale yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm small, dude. Yeah. Um, actually, can everyone else uh, kind of position where they think they would be throughout the room? I'd be relatively close to John if, as soon as I see him doing that. Be like, Fine. for some reason, I can't move war. Oh, uh, I think you're stuck in a wall. There you go. Should be able to go now. I guess I assume I'm surrounded the outside of the skeleton. Okay. And as as you kind of look into the, the skeleton, uh, the uh, 
the light from this other side of of this kind of ice wall uh, darkens again for a, a split second and then goes back to to bright. Well, goes back to normal lighting, which is kind of a, a dim glow. What the hell? While this is happening, Ty, I would like to be looking around the room for anything moving. Okay, uh, make a perception check. And do I see anything weird from inside the skeleton? Uh, make a investigation check. Uh, yeah, it's not my thing. No. It really is not your thing. Not my thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So as you're you're looking around, um, you kind of remember the the description that uh, Vor and Tobar gave you of these little motes of of light uh, that they described the the motes of kind of frost light. Uh, and you try to find where they went into the ice, but the ice is solid. Uh, there's no scratches on it. There doesn't seem to be any point of entry. They just kind of went through the ice, um, and that's that's really all you see with a three. Um, Tobar, as you, you kind of look around the room, um, you can see a bit more through this this ice wall and see that this is a very large chamber on the other side. Um, at this point, you can't see anything through the wall, um, but you can see that there is definitely uh, a much bigger area to explore on the other side of this wall. Okay. Any, any thoughts? Know. Yeah. I say we go oh, to that other Go go through that hallway. Okay. Unless anyone's got anything else to do. Um, Not opposed. Who's uh, who's taking point? Who's doing what? I think with myself seeing how big of a chamber it is on the other side, um, is it a hallway that's right there, or is it like a sheet of ice? Because I'm, I'm think of two kind of almost like a figure eight, and at the the kind of connection point of this figure eight. There's a uh, like five foot thick wall of ice, uh, kind of splitting the, the two circles in half. Uh, so this this wall of ice, it it does seem to connect the two rooms, but it's just a solid sheet of ice right now uh, that you can see through for the most part. And it goes all the way to the ceiling. Yes. Okay. And can I try and break the ice? I just gonna touch it. Huh. John, bring over the lantern. I bring the lantern. Uh, as you bring the, the lantern over, the, the purple light kind of dims a little bit as you walk away from the skeleton. Odd. Uh, Tobar, are you touching the ice? Yeah. Uh, as you touch it, the uh, you see for just a, a split second movement on the other side of the ice wall. Right before the ice wall explodes open, uh, yeah. And standing in front of you is a large adult white dragon. Whoa, already. Wow. <laughs> How many points of damage do I take? Uh, you take. Um, oh, no. I four mean, points it was damage. a wall that exploded. Yeah, on yeah I know, but I'm just, just oh, no. Yeah, you take four you are, points of damage. You are I'm not like, in the right spot. As a reaction, am I able to run towards Tobar? Uh, yeah. 
So how much damage? We're not uh, four points. Okay. Uh, we're not quite in initiative yet. Um, so if the, you would like any last minute changes, I, I'll give like about three seconds of in-game time to to make the the kind of changes or, or describe what you're trying to do as Eldrag uh, kind of stands there. And uh, as, you're, as he stands there, the uh, crumbling remains of the ice wall around him, uh, you see freezing fog um pouring out of his nostrils um and he stands in the the ruins of the ice um holy shit <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna move to push tovar back away from the opening i was about to say with the explosion i kind of want to just go with it and use it as momentum to kind of fall back yeah it'll push you back 10 feet yeah, and then I'm going to just keep running with the three seconds that I have. Then I'm going to okay. get over here in between Vor and the dragon, but not as close as, as Lode. Vor's yelling, wants to yell, we bring gifts. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to start my spiel as, 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 you know, Lord Eldrag, and I'll take a knee. Um, Roll a persuasion check. Oh, Ooh, can no. I try and Can I try and kneel down with... With, yeah, uh, maybe with, when I take a knee, everybody takes a knee. Can we can we do that as like a help action? <laughs> yeah, can I give him a help action here? Yeah, I will say uh, just roll a persuasion check, um, just straight. Dope. Okay. All right, nineteen. Nineteen. Good job, <laughs> <laughs> So Eldrag uh, doesn't attack immediately. Um, but instead looks around at the large group of of armed individuals in his lair. Why shouldn't I kill you all? How tall is Eldrag? Uh, Eldrag from ground to the top of his head is about uh, 17 or 18 feet tall. Okay. Um, I... That's a bloody big gecko. I lift my head and I look at this fucking terrifying creature and I say, Lord Eldrag, we come bearing gifts. We have brought food and we have brought an item to return to you. A piece of your hoard. And and then I put my head back down. <laughs> he kind of stares at you. And is anybody else attempting to move? Because uh, right so, now it's just been. So no. is he looking like past me towards the group? Uh, he's he's kind of scanning across the group. So he looks at you for just a second and then moves on. I guess John's one of those people who doesn't like the silence. So I guess if there's more than like a second and a half to two seconds of silence, I'll say this is Rylus, the new. I'm so sorry, is it a shaman? The new yeah. shaman of of the giant tribe. Uh, Rifeir's eyes are locked on Eldrag. Not because I want them to be. He can't avoid it. I, uh, like, I guess I hope he doesn't notice. Okay. I, do, I don't want to bug him out or anything, but I, 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 he would, Rifeir would not be taking his eyes away or like putting his head down or anything. He'd be like, really intently focused on that thing. Eldrag uh, looks over at Jean 
and then looks over at Rylus. Oh, you mean the one who attacked me? A, a misunderstanding, I, I assure you. Sire? Sire. Lord. Eldrag. <laughs> John would be a lot more John would be a lot more uh, eloquent than I am. <laughs> uh, he, he looks over at, at you, John. Um, and you speak on behalf of all of these? Uh, I have been asked here as a mediator uh, to simply speak on their behalf uh, as we would like to strike up a deal like you made with the previous shaman. I raise my hand. Eldrak doesn't really do anything. Towards towards John. (laughs) I don't don't know what to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) What's a mediator? (laughs) Uh, Eldrag like not quite breathes out uh, any anything, but like kind of huffs and frost kind of licks the, the side of you load. Uh, as you're you're close enough to kind of feel the the cool air uh, from Eldrag's nostrils, and why should I make a deal with someone who is so quick to attack, so quick to to resort to steal? Lord Eldrag, everyone makes mistakes. It's how you respond to those mistakes, Rylus would like to apologize and has brought offerings. Um, I kind of, if I can wave the other giants over to, uh, you know, bring up the, everything that we killed or as much as we brought um, and lay it kind of, you know, in an area as like an offering pile. And then I look to Rylus to hopefully not fuck this up. Uh, Make a persuasion check for Rylus. (laughs) 17. Okay. I'm going to roll on my side. Okay. Um, Rylus kind of looks at you, looks at the the dragon, and kind of cleanses his jaw. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't bow. Just stands there. The the other giants kind of take cues from from Rylus. They they had started to walk forward and and bring the the animals forward and instead they kind of stand where they're at and just toss them. Uh, how, how much time has passed? Like how much time from when we said that from uh, you know Rylus basically has something to say, they start walking up. How much time has passed? Like how many seconds? Uh about 15 to 20 seconds. Oh man. Um and that's how much silence there is? 15 to 20 seconds of silence? Uh, I, I'd say there's um, there's there's a few seconds of the the giants kind of talking to each other. Oh, you have the the meat. Okay, we'll bring that forward. And that like it's it's not quite silence as they're talking to each other to to bring All this right. up. But there's a good, like, like eight seconds of silence. I feel like when I realize that this isn't going the way that I thought it would go, I'm right next to Rylus, Right, like this is him right here. Yes. Okay. I put my hand on his back and, or I guess wherever I can touch him. Upper thigh, maybe. Lower thigh. I I, I touch him (laughs) appropriately. uh, And I would like to, as stealthily as possible, cast Suggestion 
uh, by just wiping a little bit of honey uh, over my lip. Um, and he needs to make a DC 15 save. Okay. Rylus, that is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he rolled a 10. And I say, I suggest you apologize. I'm sorry, John. To the dragon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking load. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Why? Eldrag. I am sorry that I attacked you. I am sorry it didn't work. I I would like to use a reaction. And when I realize he is just about to say something he shouldn't say, I'll say stop. <laughs> uh, he, he stops before that. That's said. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and we'll just we'll just see how that sits with the dragon <laughs> uh roll a persuasion check <clears throat> i guess oh, i would oh, well. kind of interrupt and i would say oh jesus i would while say all, oh go ahead sorry oh, oh, I was like, while this is all happening can i scan the room to see if there's a shadow anywhere any source of light that is creating a shadow and if there are multiple of them do i need to roll a check or something sorry for interrupting you mike but uh you're good, you're good. so the the Leviathan skeleton uh, causes shadows, uh-huh. uh, and the uh, the there are some rock outcroppings that have uh, minor shadows as well. What about Eldrag? Does he have a shadow? Um, it's very soft. Dang, it, it, there's soft light. It's not a hard shadow. All right, sorry. Subnautica. Con- continue. Um, real quick, um, while the conversation's going real quick, um, is Eldrag's attention on them, or is he still scanning the room? Uh, Eldrag is is mostly looking at Jean and uh, Rylus at this point. With the least amount of breath, because I have to use it as a whisper, I want to cast Message to Vor and say, if things get bad, get to me quick. That's all. Why? I can't cut. <laughs> Just do it. And then that that's yeah, that's message. <laughs> um uh, so you rolled a, a thirteen persuasion. Uh-huh. Eldrag uh kind of leans forward, uh almost pushing past load, uh, like his his neck pushing past load to get isn't that closer to both you and Rylus? Who, who's got the axe? I think um, Vor's got the axe. Vor might have the axe. Fuck. I think Vor has the axe. Uh, uh, I walk I over to, to Vor to get the axe. Well, he's a check, so I want to try and stealth underneath the dragon. Oh, Roll no. a stealth check. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh god. Out. What is he trying to do? <laughs> he's he's rolling a stealth check to get under the dragon or some shit. Uh as <laughs> gonna go great. As Eldrag kind of leans forward to to look closer at 
Rylus and and John. He kind of stands back up at full height, reaching almost 18, 19 feet up. Uh, his head still plenty of ways uh, off from the ceiling, um, but definitely a, a very tall and imposing figure and looks straight down at the half-work barbarian that is trying to hey. crawl underneath. I will chime in and say, this is load. Like, just trying to cover over what's happening. I'll say, this is load. He is the one who bears your curse and has come to return his axe. Your axe. <laughs> uh, I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, no! Son of a bitch! Oh, no! no. Three not ones? Three? And one oh. oh, we're gonna fucking die. This is not gonna go well. Five. Alright. So. Um. Load, Tobar, and Voir take 12 points of cold damage as uh, Eldrag breathes out a freezing fog that kind of obscures view from from him uh he basically blocks out uh, a uh, a 50 foot radius around him uh and makes a freezing fog wall that is makes it difficult to see um and load tobar and vor take 12 points of damage um Rifier and yeah, Rifier takes six points, and John takes no points for not twenty. Yeah, dude. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. I know you guys just got smacked. Fucking three net ones. Bullshit. All right. Well, I guess I we need everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> uh huh. A nineteen, dude. Come on. Noise. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Christ. Well, I have advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have advantage. Hell yeah, dude. Much better. Load's getting up in there. I need to do a bunch of stuff to get Davin on that list. I'll just keep in mind that he's at 15. Uh, okay, let me get everybody in there. She said. Wow. I guess I should ask how many how many is everyone? Daphne, now is the time, time to show us what you're worth, buddy. You got two javelins, go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out the dagger. <laughs> Climb it up. Make me use this. <laughs> Thirteen. I toss him. I toss him my hand axe. It hits him in the face. <laughs> Tobar is at eighteen. Load. I believe in you, buddy. I just want you to know that. I believe. All right, in you, John. And uh, off we go. Uh, so, Vor, you are first up in the initiative order. Uh, right. The 
the uh the battlefield is very difficult to see uh, as the the fog around you uh reduces your visibility to only about 15 feet and um so can i see the edge of the fog it was about 15 uh, you could see the edge of the fog behind you you can't see the edge of the fog ahead of you yeah okay so var will run to be outside of the fog so where where does he have to go to um about here oh right right here yeah and he's outside okay so he'll go there and he'll cast um mirror image creating three duplicates of himself okay uh and then that'll be his turn all right uh load Oh, I'm going to go into a rage. All right. That just seems like the uh, right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I am going to attack with my great axe. Being this close, you do not have disadvantage because you were right next to him. Um, but yeah, uh, 16 does not hit. Fuck. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, for my second attack, I am going to swing again. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to continue to attack. For my second attack, I'm going to attack. <laughs> Uh, 19. Uh, that does hit. Nice. So we know it's between a 16 and a 19. That helps us. So he takes 13 plus 9. Times 7. Plus 3. I'm, I'm making sure I've got this one. I've got this right, right here. 5. I am going to use my Orcish Fury right now. Okay. Cool. So you can roll um, one more D12. I'll just go ahead and do the. Uh... Oh, but just the dice, not the not the modifier or anything. Uh, yeah, it's roll one of the weapons damage dice an additional time and add it as extra damage. So not not the modifier, just the just rolling one d twelve. Seven, cool. So it's gonna take a uh, twenty nine damage. Nicely done. And that's my turn. Cool. Uh, that brings us to Eldrag. Eldrag, um, having been hit in the face with a an axe, uh, is going to um, take oh, a, like a bitch. take a wing attack. Um, and uh, 
Load, roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. One second. Uh, so as Eldrag um, takes off, he slams his wings down, uh, causing the ice to kind of crack underneath you. Um, and um, as he takes off, the, the force from the wings uh, causes you to lose your balance and you take 12 damage and you are knocked prone. What kind of damage is that? Bludgeoning. Oh, so yeah, you take half damage. Resistance, so six damage. What? Yep, six damage. Is he flying right now? How high is this cave? Uh, about 140 feet. Fuck. Uh, so Eldrag uh, takes takes off and uh, flies up about 30 feet. Uh, so he's about 30 feet up in the air at this point. How tall? How how tall is the entranceway between the two rooms? Uh, it goes floor to ceiling. Oh, so when it broke, it was like a hundred. It was big, yeah. Hundred feet straight up broke. Yeah, I was thankful I was so small. <laughs> yeah, but it's too big for it's too skinny. It looks too skinny for him to go through. Uh, if, if he flies through. sideways, he could probably fit through. He can fit through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, but it it's not just a clear shot. He can't fly just straight in. It's he would have to do half movement to get in. Um, but he, he flies and kind of heads back a little bit. Oh, shit. I can't even see him. Goddamn. Uh, and that'll be his turn. Tobar. So how far can Tobar actually see? Like, did he see taking off and all that? Or is he uh, been missed? From where you are standing, uh, you are still in the fog and you cannot see. As so for right all here. I know, he's still right there. Yep. Cool. Um, and that you case, heard a, a large, you, you heard the sounds of, of wings flapping, but you don't know if he's off or if he's flying or if he's still on the ground or what. So first off, I want to go to that wall to find it. And then I want to go find the back corner right there. And then I want to ready both of my attacks to shoot him if I see him. Okay, sounds good. Um, Davin, um, kind of confused by the the fog, and uh, having taken quite a bit of damage uh, already from the uh, initial fog, uh, will disappear into the fog a little bit up ahead and run to about there. Um, that's Davin's turn. Right here. Uh, sorry, before Rife here goes, I rolled a 14 on my initiative, but I don't think I made it into the order. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you in there. Thanks. Thought I got everybody. All good, man. Okay, John, you're up. Okay. Um, Wait, I am I not up? Uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm up. up. Got 14. Oh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run up and... Um, I don't actually know if this is possible. Is it okay for me on my turn to help load up? To bring him from prone? Is that an option? Um, uh, if you use your full action to do that, yeah. Mm. Okay, but then do I still get a bonus action? Yes. 
Okay, cool. Um, so I'll help load up to his feet, and then I'll give a bonus action healing word to the guy, and uh, we'll just do a level one this round. So just six healing to load. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah, buddy. Stand up. We gotta go. Also, hold up. I still have five feet of movement, so I'm gonna move there. <laughs> uh, you see Rylus run up a little bit further uh, past load and into this area, uh, and the other giants kind of start to follow. Uh, and that brings us to Rifer. Tight. Um... <clears throat> Like it's all bunching up isn't a good idea. Um, run up, I guess, here near where Jean is, where there's okay. a shadow, and uh, yeah, I guess use the uh, use the dodge action. Or, I mean, is there any other generic action that would be more assisting? Hold on. There's, um, uh, there's juggle. There's protect bar. <laughs> Actually, on a meta level, that might be a... Mm, I don't know if there's much I can do to protect bar. No, I, was, I don't think... I think there's, I mean, there's some abilities that allow you, but I don't think there's an action that lets you do that. <laughs> Yeah, I guess just get ready for an incoming attack with dodge. So, okay, yeah. sounds good. Um, that brings us to the top of the order on initiative twenty. The fog dissipates, and you can now clearly see. Um, Eldrag is no longer at the kind of uh, bottleneck between these two rooms, uh, and is for those that are kind of over here. So, Load, Jean, and Rife here, uh, and Rightless. Um, you can see that Eldrag is is kind of hovering about thirty feet off the ground in this this other room, um, and as as uh, he kind of hovers there, um, he sees you you coming, and uh, there's a uh, he, he uses a lair action, uh, and jagged ice shards start to fall from the ceiling. He rams himself into a wall causing jagged ice shards to fall uh, from above. Um, and he will have them land on load, rife, and rightless. Uh, so let me roll to see if those hit. Uh, Some good aim. Hitting the wall and dropping those three. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, 16 to hit rightless, which... Uh, it does hit. That does 10 damage. Um, a 9 to hit load. Fuck. <laughs> and a 15 to hit rife here, uh, which I think misses. Uh, so yep. I'm not going to even worry about the disadvantage. Um. So Rylus, you see, gets hit by this large ice shard that falls from the, the ceiling um, and that the ice shard explodes on the ground next to, to both Load and Rifear, Um which brings us to War's turn. 
So are we fighting or running? <laughs> I haven't hit a dragon yet. I I helped load up. That was my turn. I helped load and I healed. Uh, I, I can see where this is a little confusing because two of us haven't done anything. One of us hit and the other one just knocked his bow. This isn't, so, a, this isn't a Tom question. This is War literally yelling at the party. And I'm assuming John doesn't have quite enough time. No. <laughs> detailed answer. Rylus yells, we're fighting. You're going to hear Tobar from the back. Give me two seconds. I just... John, John, John goes, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't. You're going to hear Tobar from the back just yell, give me two seconds. I need to see him. All right, Bar yells, fuck it. <laughs> Um, goat runs over, uh, cast fireball on Holy shit. <laughs> what's his face? Okay. Go for it. I don't need to see him anymore. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he casts a uh, phantasmal killer on him. Okay. Okay. Man, what's phantasmal killer? I hear that a lot, but I don't know what it is. He rolls it. Oh, fuck you. you. Oof. That's not good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. So on a failed save, oh, that's no, successful save. All right. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing happens. Um, and that is War's turn. Okay. Uh, that is Load's turn. How high can a half orc jump? Uh. It's actually the Dungeons and Dragons rules are kind of funny because they're a little bit broken in jumping, but it's, I think it's three feet plus your strength modifier. Uh, that sounds right. I think modifiers to the plus five. Yeah, so you can jump literally eight feet straight up in the air. <laughs> yeah, if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump, you can jump eight feet into the air. When you make a standing jump, you can jump half of that. So you can jump four feet just standing straight. Dang, if only you hit him with that phantasmal killer. I just looked that up. That's good. It would have been. <laughs> you say he's about 30 feet in the air? Yes. Fuck. Um... Use your javelins, dick. Oh, I have javelins. That's my point. Take him from Daffin, dude. He's he's trying to right next to you. <laughs> You're going to be able to use it better than he can right now. I will pull out my hand axe. Fuck yeah, that can be thrown. And for my first sight, I will throw it. Okay, go for it. Eleven does not hit, unfortunately. Bummer. I think that's actually just the damage. I don't think you rolled an attack. Oh yeah, there. Oh, it's that's like a D six. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> be really hard to hit with a D six. <laughs> no, no, you. What the? Uh, why isn't it rolling right? Roll a D twenty. Plus all the shit you get for your crazy okay. shit. Plus eight or whatever he gets. Plus eight plus nine. It's 
24 definitely hits. Okay, let me check this real quick. Can can he use that 11 that he rolled before? (laughs) (laughs) And then it's not any damage. Okay, so it's 13. And then for my second attack, I'm going to do the same thing. Because I have five hand axes. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Might not be enough. (laughs) 22. 22 hits. Damn, dude. Nice. Uh, Good throw. That's another 10. Very nice. Holy uh, shit. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> He's still holding two hand axes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> um, all right. Um, Eldrag is going to fly a little bit closer. Hmm. And uh, you see Frost begins to kind of well up uh, at his, his snout. Uh, and kind of pour out um, kind of off to the the side there. And he swoops down uh, and makes a tail attack against Rylus. Uh, Nat 20. Oh, you know what sucks? (laughs) I'd be sad. I have advantage on dexterity saving bones, and I didn't realize that. (laughs) That sucks, dude. I didn't take a ton of damage, but still. So Rylus takes twenty on Rylus. <laughs> yeah, hey, get him out now, dude. Uh, twenty-two damage. Sucks for him. I'm not healing his ass. Uh, and um, Eldrag makes a bite attack against Rylus as well. Great. Uh, twenty-six to hit. This could be him. His other one was a thirty. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, another 10 damage and you see um, the uh, frost just kind of oozing out of, of Rylus's now uh, kind of open shoulder where Eldrag had bit into um, and that brings us to Tobar's turn a cantrip is in action or a bonus action uh, it depends on the cantrip message action okay uh, i'm still gonna use it i'm gonna hop over to here so i'm line of sight with eldrag and i'm going to cast message to him okay um i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna say eldrag i'd like to call a parlay what's happened to this point is null and void because we've all hit each other and we've all drawn blood will you listen to me make a persuasion check Persuasion. Why am I not seeing nothing? Nope. You do not hear a response. Okay. Um, Eldrag is going to use a legendary action and uh, use two of his uh, legendary actions for this round and uh, do another wing attack and slam his wings into the ground. Um, Rylus, Davfin, and Lode make a dexterity saving throw. With advantage. With advantage. Oh, if you're a little. 
With advantage. Oh, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, nice. just go ahead and give your advantage to someone else for this one. Uh... <laughs> I have something about advantage. Uh, so you see Daffin takes 13 points of damage. Rylus uh, and Lode do not. Well, now we're about to um, see what Daffin's made of. Right. And uh, Eldrag does not take off at this point. He's still kind of on the ground right there. He's on the ground now? Yes, he, he went down to the ground to uh, to bite uh, Rylus and uh, did not take off after his, his wing attack. Does that mean that he's closer to us, though? Yeah. Yeah, he's 15, 20 feet uh, ahead of... Well, I guess he would be here. Yeah. Right attack. So yeah, he's there. Um, as a bonus action, I'd like to cast Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. Cool. And I'll be hitting five more. Okay. Um, you see, Davin um, rolls up, and he is going to attack. Let me pull up character sheet. That is a 14. A 14 does not hit. Um, Damn it, Daffin. Freaking useless. Fucking sucks, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's going to use his second attack to do the same. 17 does hit. Um, Is AC 17? (laughs) We figured it out. (laughs) Narrowed it down. 16 too low, 17's the man. Uh, okay, 12 damage plus uh, t- 35 damage from sneak attack. Uh, you see Daffin uh, plunges go. a a uh, the silver dagger uh, kind of right below the the jaw of of Eldrag, and uh, you see the the frost kind of starts to pile up on on Daffin's um, fancy, um, and he he kind of shakes them uh, as they they start to uh, harden from the ice, uh, but he lands a. a massive hit uh against Eldrag. Okay, uh, dude. Nice. Uh Rylus is also going to attack. Um and I'm I'm just going to roll attacks for all of the giants while I'm at it. Um one, two, three. Holy Christ. Um, Flex everyone in unison just yell. Oh, <laughs> holy shit, guys, this might actually work. <laughs> so that's a 47 damage, Jesus Christ. Uh, from the, the giants. Oh, and there's one more giant that has to attack. Uh, that also hits another 12 damage, 59. Oh, these giants uh, are in San Francisco, not New York. Nice. And uh, that brings us to Jean. <laughs> um, shit, dude, this is actually probably going to work. I was like, 
scheming over here. I don't fucking need to scheme anymore. Um, I hope. I continue scheming a little. <laughs> so I'm going to, and Tyler, tell me if this is okay. You know how we have, I have wall of fire as a skill? Yep. I don't want to do a wall of fire. I want to do a ceiling of fire to keep that motherfucker from flying. So how tall is he? He, if you put it uh, like 25 feet up, he, he would, wouldn't uh, be able to fly. But like, how, how, well, I'm trying to figure out how tall he is because if he's within 10 feet, he'll also take damage of it. So I feel like I could feather that height, even if I burn some just time. under 20 feet tall. Okay. So I think I'll put it right. Yeah. Right at 20 feet then. So that like he's burning himself regardless. And I just want to make like a fucking roof that goes 20, 20 feet long. So like there and then like 60. Hold on. I want to be at least 10 feet from load and like, I guess load wouldn't get it anyway, but then I don't know. However long 60 feet back is just keeps going. So just like this huge, like red carpet of flames above him is kind of what I'm hoping to do. So. Okay. So I'll cast that. Um, the DC 15, 26 damage. All right. And that's a deck save. Uh, right. 12. Uh, but he's going to use a legendary resistance and succeed instead. Bitch. Okay. All right. Uh, um, and, then, and then I'm going to use... Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to use some of my move. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I'm going to use some of my movement. So if I feed him my movement to run up, slap load on the ass and give him a, a bonus action healing word. And then I'm going to use the <laughs> remaining 20 feet to get the fuck back. One, two, three, four. And that's my turn. Slap ass. <laughs> uh, that brings us to right here. Uh, I'm going to go on to the side of him where I can uh, get uh, like a flanking advantage, flanking bonus. Would I get one from being right here? Uh, no, you'd have to be on the full other side. Dang. All right. I guess. I'm going to go there because uh, I just assume there are shadows everywhere with with John's wall of fire. Hell yeah, there is, dude. Yeah, so I'd say so. Sweet. Plus, how much movement do you have? Like 40 feet? Uh, yeah, 40 you can go anywhere. Five, yeah. I want to say. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm just going to fade over here uh, and then. Yeah. Um, uh unarmed strikes let's let's attack this dude what is it i scream kick him in the leg (laughs) 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 proficiency bonus for uh our level is still what three right i think that's right i think it's three yeah all right so that's plus seven yeah so that that's right i have it on my character sheet i don't know why i was confused about that sweet Uh, and I get advantage, so. All right. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking tits. Oh. Cool, so uh, two hit, and uh, one of them's at a nat 20, so uh, roll Wait. 
double the damage dice and then add your modifier for that one and then uh roll your other regular damage sweet all right d6 2d6 yes plus four right yeah for dexterity and whatnot mm-hmm. all right so the crit is 15 and oh, then yeah. the non-crit is eight all right uh tw- and then i'm going to uh do i want to hit him two more times or do i want to protect myself hit him two more times dude we got him on the ropes yeah all right um does he look bloody tyler does he look burnt <laughs> he does not look Here? burnt and he does not quite look bloodied oh what a bitch um yeah i'm gonna use flurry of blows to uh Dope. Uh, so 18 for the first 18 one. hits. 26, 26 for the second hits. one. All right. Seven and nine. So 16. 16 damage. Very nice. Damn, yep. That's 39 damage in a turn. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. I just, I just sort of faded in behind him and kicked him four times. And then that's, uh, I didn't say anything. No clever. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no quips, no, no witty responses. I just, just a bunch of kicks. And now I'm using them like, uh, like one of those wooden, uh, wing chung dummies, you know, (laughs) I'm going hit man on this thing. (laughs) Now I'm just breathing really hard. He's starting to look a a bit hurt. Um, not quite to bloody, but he's, he, there's definite signs of, uh, the damage that has been done, uh, from being whomped on by everyone here so far. Uh, and he, he kind of takes a second, and stands up, uh, his head kind of close to the, the the fire, still about six feet away. Um, hasn't quite taken damage yet because it hasn't gotten to his turn yet, but he, he looks down at you. You all appear to be worthy fighters. I... If you call this off, I will give you a boon. Sounds like a win-win. <laughs> we might need more information, though. What is the boon? There's no reason to be cryptic now. I will let you part ways with a piece of my horde. Something that has only been done twice before in history. Will it be cursed? No more curses. He, he kind of like sh- moves his head from left to right. You pick an item from the horde and you keep it. That is the deal. Each one of us? You pick an item from the horde and you keep it. Yeah, the word we're looking for more elaboration on is you. Is that like you plural or you? You as a group of fighters. Ah, okay. And I don't... And Rylus shakes his head. No, this... And you leave the the giants alone. Yeah, and you'd have to agree to leave the giants alone. They don't owe you anything else. They've proven their strength. Make a persuasion check. Hell yeah, I will, dude. I got a good feeling about this roll. Told you. 
<laughs> what happened? I want to know. Fireball above him. I'm like, you will listen. <laughs> I'm very persuasive. <laughs> Damn. I will. Okay, was... I will amend the terms of the agreement with the Giants, and you can take an item. That doesn't mean anything, man. <laughs> what will the new terms be? That is for me and the Giants to work out and me and this new shaman. Well, we should know what's on the table first, and the shaman is right here, so let's work out the new deals before we decide. As the mediator, I need to know. Yeah, we are signing no contracts until we know. We have our lawyer here ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing glasses. (laughs) Now wearing a suit. Devin, look over. You had another pair of clothes the whole time. You didn't give me anything. You just like flipping clothes. This is a nice suit. Uh, Eldrag uh, looks at, at you. A third of the hunts will be delivered to to me instead of half. Or we just kill you, take the horde, and they don't have to give up anything. If that's how it'll be, so be it. And uh, Eldrag uh, uses a legendary action to make a tail attack uh, against Rylus. I use, uh, hold up, I use my reaction um, um, to, let me pull it up here if I can. There you go. Are you, oh, that didn't roll like I wanted it to. No, you already had that. You already had that great roll. Yeah, I, I just want to keep Rylas from getting dead. Um, sorry, I, I think it's just a D8. I'll just roll a D8 here. Sorry. Okay. Oh, didn't matter. I, minus one. <laughs> so it's a 20, uh, which, which still hits. Yeah. Uh, it's 2D. I tried, Rylas. I called him a welt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rylus gets slammed uh, against this wall. The the force of Eldrag's tail moves him uh, 10 feet Big and he gets slammed and uh, kind of has to, to stand up uh, from being knocked onto his knees. Um, he's looking pretty hurt. He's he's not quite bloodied, but Rylus is not having the best of days. Um, and uh, that brings us to the top of the order. Uh, so Eldrag, uh, is going to, um, is going to pour more frost out of his mouth and freezing fog that now, uh, fills the area around. I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. Dick. Everyone except for Jean and Tobar. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I do for nat ones, thank God. Uh, no, we're not going to use it on Tobar because he doesn't need it. I'm hoping that somebody else gets a nat one so they can re-roll because I do have my... I was thinking about that earlier. I was like... I know, I completely forgot. So, Tyler, when I use my, my Argus Fury, it, it gives me an option to increase my constitution score by one. Mm-hmm. Um, how long does that last? Uh, let me scroll up to the... <laughs> Um, my guess is that uh, it lasts as long as your rage. 
that would be the way I'm reading it. So yeah, I would say you still have a plus one to your constitution. Okay, sweet. That also gives me a hit point bonus. Apparently. So for you take seven points of cold damage. Right for you oh, take yeah, constitution saves, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nice. Right here, you take three points. Dope. All right. And three of the giants take seven points. Uh, Vlar is looking pretty close to bloody, John. Yeah, I, 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 I got you. Right, right next turn. Okay. How's how's Lode looking these days? Look at him, fucking jacked. <laughs> <laughs> and Toby, you're pretty healthy with me back here, right? Like we're yeah, okay. We're great. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to Vlar. All right. So it looks like. Uh, Jean and um, Tobar are outside of the range of the frost or the fog. Correct. Correct. I'll just go until I'm out of it. Okay, you're good. Okay, then I'll cast Fireball in a way that only hits the drag. I imagine if I cast it somewhere over here, I can... Wait, can't you just cast it right on him? It looks like the perfect size. No, man, it's... It's way big, dude. Yeah, it's like 20 by 20. What? 20, it's a 20 foot radius. <laughs> it's a 20 foot diameter. Yeah. It's a madman's tool. Yeah. But yeah, there's the, the fog circle for reference. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. And then, yeah, so I'll just do like fireball, like right there or something. Okay. Where is it? Oh, wait, no, never mind. I'm going to cast Phantasmal Killer again. I take that back. Oh, nice. Uh, DC 16 Wisdom. Uh, 14. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. He's going to use a Legendary Resistance to no. automatically succeed his second uh, Legendary Resistance. He has one more. Punk-ass bitch. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Kicked off. yeah, man, I mean. Making him use it to stop a spell? Right. And here's the thing, right? Like, I did 26 damage. He used it there. You did 30 damage. He used it there. But Load and Rifear are fucking unloading on this dude. And, you know, they're doing more damage than that. So, and yeah, Toby's, I think, done negotiating. So, yep. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's all right. Uh, Voir will end his turn. Okay. Load, you are up. Uh, Tyler, while Load's going, can I get a um, abuse symbol? Yes. Thank you. Uh, careful with the flying there, if you're doing that, Toby. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, that's right. The dragon can't fly up because he's in the... Hey, at the end of the dragon's turn, is he going to take damage from, like, the wall of fire above him? Mm-hmm. Healing a fire? Yeah, Wait. he gets to roll for it, but yeah. I no. believe he gets to roll for it. Yeah, I think you're right. Does 22 hit? Uh, 22 does hit, yes. So that's going to be 18 plus... Eight radiant damage. 
Okay. On my first attack. Second attack, same as the first one. Second verse, same as the first. Put me on a plane so I can put him in a hearse. 17 hits. 17 hits. And then that's 10 slashing damage. All right. Uh, you see that Eldrag is looking bloodied. Um, you see what was uh, like a, a white with a, a kind of bluish tint to the, the scales across his wings now is splattered with red blood uh, as, as he's taking hits from all angles and uh, is is definitely showing it. Uh, you see that he's he's looking angrier and angrier as as time goes on. Um, and is that your turn? I, um, as a bonus action, can I toss a potion of healing to Rylus? Uh, he's right next to you. You can just hand it to him. Yeah, but can I toss it to him? <laughs> uh, make an athletics check. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can toss it down. I do that. Okay. RV, RV is Sabonis just behind the back. <laughs> Rashid Wallace. More like Nokic. Jokic. Uh, that brings us to... Don't you slander RV to Sabonis and name, Tommy. <laughs> that brings us to... <laughs> What's that? That brings us to Eldrag. Um... Oh. And you see the the frost continues to build up uh, in in his mouth, and he exhales, and ice shards fly from his his mouth. A, a large, uh, forceful wind of of cold breath comes uh, forcefully out of his mouth, and everybody. Let's see here. That's not the thing I wanted. That is. Um. Yeah. Uh, everybody who is not rife here, um, make a Constitution saving throw. All right. If you roll a one, you can re-roll. That didn't roll. There we go. Shit, dude. That's my second nat twenty on a fucking Constitution. I fucking stand there like Superman. That's, that's another nat one. So I can re-roll. You can re-roll. You can re-roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start moving Var's hit points to zero now. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to you know slap you on the ass in just a second. Yeah. Oh, I'm grabbing the wrong dice. Yeah, you need the D100s. No. Uh, one second here. I need to make sure I have enough dice. The D1000s. Jean starts juggling through this. That's how good he did. <laughs> he like picks up some ice. Like, what? <laughs> I'm just catching it midair. <laughs> I'm making jokes now, dude. Like, I'm one roll away from being in really deep shit. War's already there. Um, having a rough time in the deep shit to <laughs> Like it's all ankle deep or higher. <laughs> Number of dice. 
Okay. So, um, let's see. Rife here is the only one that doesn't have to do this. Um, Tobar and Voir take 48 points of cold damage. Um, What's the instant death rule? Uh, it has to be double your, uh, or it has to be your HP negative. So, uh, if you have 30 HP, you have to be at negative 30 to be instant death. Holy shit. What if you're literally at negative 30? <laughs> it would have been, it would have been, I was at 18 and I have 30, 30 hit points. <gasps> then Var falls. Var's out. <laughs> oh no. What? Holy shit. We're going to win and have all of the. Just uh, a second, boys. All this gold and Var won't be here for it. You guys give me real life oh, no, humor. Var has on him. <laughs> oh no! Load's gonna be our new hey, accountant. Hey, can you do um? Can you do word cutting on this? I can't. I don't have any more reactions. I used it for that nat one. Um, let me uh, check this... one thing. Oh yeah. Uh, what am I thinking, Ranger? Wait, how much was how much does inspiration add to a saving throw? Because I have an inspiration. I guess I could have used that. And, and there's no way, like, Spare the Dying helps this, right? Uh, Spare the Dying puts them at zero. And... I thought you had a, rev- like, Revivify, Mike. I, I don't. I don't have that. I, I, I get that at level 10. I'm eight. <laughs> um... Load, you take 24 points of cold damage. Wait, Mike, how much does inspiration add? Uh, D8. D8. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what was the saving throw? Um, it was a constitution save, uh, DC 17. Okay, won't make any difference. I won't even bother. Fuck, dude. Okay. Um, okay. Tyler, can I go to a secret channel with you real quick? Sure. I'm uh, I'm looking it up right now. I want to see. I want to see at what point I get my my resurrection because um, it's not revivify. I don't get revivify. That's a. Uh, uh, By the way, is... if Moore dies, Ryfear would totally take him out of here and try and bring him back to life at some point. Oh, yeah. Do we stuff him in the bag of holding? Yeah. Sure. Like, save, preserve his body, you know? Yeah. Damn. A whole Just stuff that bitch in there, you know? <laughs> arms, legs. Like, load can get you in there for sure. Don't worry about it, man. It's fine. Oh, we're probably going to take all of his clothes and give them to Daphne. <laughs> Daphne. Stuff his naked body in there. Be like, no point. These clothes. We would give a life for a life. We would kill Daph and and fucking sacrifice you to a dark god to bring you back. (laughs) Damn, son. It's true. Um, We love war. Even love is like too dumb to really understand the concept of love. (laughs) Question: Are you guys digging 
are you guys digging the mullet? I know the headphones are kind of obscuring it, but I did it myself. It is hard to, it is hard to see the headphones. What? Uh, I can't see the mullet part at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like that. No, that's a yeah, good thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It looks, I went for like a very Bogan, like trailer trashy, but in a good way kind of look. I, I'm digging it. No, I actually like the fact that it goes down the back a little bit. I think that actually looks, that's a good look of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, and then like the fade on the sides makes it look skinny. So good for you, man. I wouldn't call You have it a good crazy. shaped head for it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was relieved you said that because I've been looking into head shapes a bunch. Yeah. And my God, like they are tricky and it's so easy to have a bad one. Well, have you ever seen the guy who's got his head shape is like, he kind of has like a, like a carrot shaped head and then he had his haircut and it just like goes like up like this. Yes. It's like the worst haircut for his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could decide. Josh, Josh, go with the Gardner Minshew haircut next time. The what? The Gardner Minshew. I just put a picture of the picture from Instagram oh. in the in the Discord chat. I'm gonna shoot you a picture of what I'm going for. I gotta grow this bitch out. Alright, so uh the the ice breath um, kind of comes to a um, the the ice crystals fall to the, the ice, and you see that war has crumpled to the ground uh, as part of it. Um, you don't see any um, any movement from him. War, what are your last words? I don't think he has any. I think he just dies. Uh, for as you fall, um, you see for a split second uh, before everything goes black, um, the worried faces of your your friends as they turn and see you fall. And things go black for a second. And then you see Grim standing in front of you. And he smiles nods and we'll come back to that in a second um that brings us to tobar um i'm going to run here actually sorry i'm in the wrong thing i'm going to run here and in front of me i am going to make mend earth okay and I'm going to put a wall up in front of me. All right. And then I'm going to literally shout at the top of my lungs, everyone to me now, I don't give a fuck. All right. And I'm gonna um, okay. That brings us to Daphne. Daphne is, sees the... Uh, dragon ahead of him and uh, is going to take one last uh, set of attacks. I'm going to ignore your uh, pleas and just go for attacking. Uh, Fifteen does not hit. Um, uh, but he does have flanking with right here. Shield. Uh, so, his first attack, 25 does hit. Um, oh, yeah. 
that was thing. 15 damage. And then he has sneak attack. So 39 damage. Um, Eldrag is looking really fucked up. Uh, you see the uh, one of his wings, the, the left wing that um, that Davin just cut into. Davin takes his dagger and slices along the, the edge of it. And uh, Eldrag lets out a, a horrendous screech uh, as his wing just splits open. Uh, blood just spatters along the ice. Um, and you see the 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 small white moats underneath the ice kind of illuminating through the blood now causing kind of a reddish glow in the room. Um, Eldrag is looking really, really fucked up. Uh, and that's going to be Davin's turn. He's not going to run. Um, what a G. Jean, uh, or John, Mike, <laughs> didn't remember uh, because uh, there was a death. Uh, and that's kind of a big deal. But he does take... Um, uh, the D or 5D8 for being near the wall still. Uh, apparently, right. I rolled really bad, but it's 16. Okay. Uh, and that's on a deck save? Uh, no, I actually think it's just. Um, can let me link it in there again. Display. There you go. I think it's just if they end their turn, like there's not even a. There's not even a save when it comes to the actual turns, but. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So 16. So 16 damage there. Um, I run over behind this wall um, with um, uh, Tobar. And I mean, Jean's going to be in disbelief. He's he's going to have to check on Voir. And I'll, I'll happily take a medicine check as my actual turn. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to check on Voir. Like there's there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. Could you use spare the dying to like bring him from he's negative dead. thirty up to zero? Yeah, if if he's dead, dead. There's nothing I can do. If he's oh. unconscious, I can stabilize him. But if he's dead, dead. I mean, that's what Jean needs to know in this moment. And you didn't use the magical secrets bard thing to learn. I thought you had learned revivify through that earlier. Nope. Um, I took polymorph and uh, I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, haste was the other one. Yeah, because we talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was at level ten. I was going to grab revivify because I thought, oh, we'll make it to at least level ten. <laughs> yep, that was on me, Tom. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we discussed it. We had I a whole thing. Him. Very meta. About Not it. take it. <laughs> so, Tyler, what do I see when I look at Voir? Like, how how bad off is he? He is dead. Shit. And John's able to deduce that. Yes. Even with a five, like there's no sign of life. Um, I think with just like the most guttural scream that he can do, he's going to scream L drag, just the deepest and loudest scream that he can do. Uh, and I'll say, can you bring him back? Um, you're going to hear whispered from Tobar. Oh. With just with just tears in his eyes, like he's he's just trying to bring his friend back to life. He's got he's got nothing left. I can't help. I am the helper, and I can't help. So, Eldrag just kind of snorts, and you see frost kind of uh, fly out of his mouth as as he 
looks to be on death's door. He doesn't look like he can do anything, and he ignores you. Um, if, if you're okay with me still taking an action, I can do so. If you think that's my action, I can also just take that. And that- I'll, I'll give you an action because it's it's not hard to see that Vor is is gone. Okay. Um, I guess John's going to punch the ice below him as hard as he can and cast haste on load. And I'm going to say fucking kill him. Okay. Cool. Uh, right here. Uh, go berserk on this guy. Uh, more, more unarmed strikes. With my flanking advantage. One and a ten, sweet. Uh, uh, you got that one hit. Fifteen. Uh, you know what? I'm going to use a luck point. Okay, yeah, 26 hits. So you got two two hits. Cool, yeah. And then I'm also going to, uh, yeah, use um, Flurry of Blows. Okay. Four hits 16 and nat 20. Nice, cool. Uh, and on all four of these, I'd like to use uh, stunning strike. All right, so I'm gonna spend five key points in total uh, one for flurry blows and each and, one to uh, yeah. and four for four stunning strikes. Makes sense, uh, yeah. All right, and then I'm rolling what, um. 186, one plus four. So I'm rolling three ones and one two. Six, seven. Dang, six. Is that? Oh, two plus four. All right, yeah. So six, seven, and nine. And then. And then you got the crit. Yeah. So six. Seven, nine, thirteen, twenty-two, thirty-one. And How do you then, want to do this? Uh, no, I'm going to one turn your light. This is yeah, I know. That's why I'm so angry right now. This is a Mortal Kombat finisher. Um this is like the the in the most recent Mortal Kombat game, the trailer when Scorpion kills Raiden, he just like beats him to, to a pulp. Um so I'm behind him. I'm going to kick one of his ankles like inward. I'm going to hit him in the back of the leg with my right foot. So kick him really hard back the leg, make his leg break in like that. Jump up on his back, jump up to the very top of him and then elbow him in the top of the head and then bring his head down. And then as he hits the ground, I'm going to grab one of his eye sockets and pull it around. So his head tilts as it hits the ground. I'm going to jump up. Elbow him again in the neck, and I'm going to reach into his mouth and then pull the top. I know you can see you laughing, but like I've thought about this. Pull the top of his mouth back around and then like up over his the break broken part of his neck that I just made, and then upside down, and then like yeah, 
Do we need to talk about this, Josh? <laughs> Should we just start slow clapping this? <laughs> Push open. Uh, one more thing. You should, so, give, uh, you should give Josh the uh, haste next time. Just yeah, point yeah. that one out there. No, so I'm going to... A few more things. I'm hitting him really hard in the bottom jaw, which is now his top jaw. Um, it's going to come undone. Uh, and then I'm going to, like, kick him to the point where his head goes back, like... So, basically, like the part of his neck that's now broken i'm going to like push his head on it so it like swivels i'm going to run up right to the front of him now like rolling over the top of him and then just run up and do like a spinning back kick really hard into his face like through his face into his brain so i'm kicking into his head nice yeah and that kills him? Yes. Yeah, no, that kills him. He was alive, sort so yeah. of. Uh, Eldrag just completely falls to the ground and just this giant dragon just collapses. Um, and as the, the, the dragon collapses, uh, you see the three motes of light uh, circle beneath the ice. Uh, and they kind of spin around. They they move uh, in a circular pattern around this this room, and a um, a purple essence that you saw kind of in uh, beneath the ice in a previous room, um, and that you saw outside of the uh, the cave um, starts to to float into the the skeleton, and uh, you see the the three motes of light, uh, the frost motes, uh, pop out of the ice and float over to Voir and then go inside to Voir. And Voir, you see Grim. He looks at you proud. He smiles. And he shakes his head no. I'm sorry, Grim. I tried. time. I'm tired. Then rest. And everything goes black once more. Uh, and you see three beings in front of you, Vor. You see uh, a large Quetzalcoatl, a large whale, and a large owl. Um, and the three of them kind of on... Uh, as if they were a triangle surrounding you, um, larger than life, staring down at you. Um, look at you, and you're standing on a a golden platform in between the three of them. Is the Quetzalcoatl like the one? Do I recognize? It is a Cedra. It's a Cedra, yeah. And you can put together that the large whale figure is um, from the skeleton located in the frost gauntlet. Dang, so Rifer was right when he randomly threw out, he said, I hope this wasn't one of the, <laughs> the Leviathans we needed. Uh, Bar bows before Cedra and acknowledges the other two. Leviathans. Cedra looks at you. This isn't how we foresaw things. But this is not the end. 
Zuta. And the, the whale kind of... I would say, like, leans down, but a whale doesn't lean. It just kind of, like, floats down closer to you uh, and and is a bit closer in, in general. Um, Zuta kind of looks at you. Your time may not be over yet. And kind of looks up at the owl. Vanos has other plans for you. And the owl kind of nods, turns its head all the way around one way, and then turns its head around the other way. Your journey is not finished. Um, back in the, the room with the uh, large dragon body and the... Um, the skeleton of the Leviathan. Uh, you see this purple energy take the form of a large whale, uh, taking from the skeleton and kind of floats into the center of the room. Um, you have done well to prove yourself like the heroes before you, it says. Darkness is taking over this land, the same darkness that once gripped the land is returning. Oh, heroes chosen by the gods, the final Leviathan you seek to protect this land, it waits in a temple in the bed of Lake Gotara outside of Silverdun. But before seeking it, you must now bear witness to something and never forget it. And as the the spirit says this, uh, the room around the, the four of you turns black and you find yourself floating in inky darkness. Uh, a triangular golden pillar uh, kind of floats by you. Um, and you see for a brief moment, etc. Uh, ahead of you, motes of light start to float around and start to form representations of atoms clashing. And little by little, those atoms start to form pieces of Earth floating through the darkness, ramming into each other. Uh, a light emanates from the center of this vision, and those chunks start to stick to each other when they, they form, and they begin to form larger and larger chunks of land. When all was chaos, the, the spirit says, the gods descended and gave order and life to the world. They granted power equally to all who dwelt in the light and left, then left the material plane. And the vision moves quickly through time and shows a very large peaceful city. People from all different races and creeds appeared to be living side by side. Um, and magic was shared between all of them. Uh, in the center of this, this town that you're flying through, uh, there's a large temple with a large entrance flanked by intricately de detailed pillars. Uh, inside the temple, uh, you fly through a large stone doorway and you see a slight shimmer in this doorframe. And as you fly through, you come out in a completely different city, uh, one that appears to have buildings in every direction, including above you, behind you, uh, below you. You look to be inside a torus, a donut shape. Um, there doesn't be, seem to be a sky visible. Everything is just buildings in every direction. The, the spirit continues. The connection between our realm and the gods became known as Sigil, the city of doors. For ages, the people lived at ease, content at mind and body. But soon, word of Sigil spread through Tralios, and a great battle ensued. You fly out of this, uh, this tourist-shaped city 
and back through the portal and into the temple, uh, but fire has engulfed the walls of the temple. You could hear shouts outside the temple, and as you continue to fly back over the city, you see large portions of this once peaceful city are now in ruins. Uh, from your vantage point, several hundred feet above the city, you see that the once peaceful citizens are now engaged in vicious battle. Citizens are, are fighting each other's swords and magic, and there, there seems to be uh, endless chaos across the city. Zuta continues, uh, Among those living in the light, interlopers who excelled at magic appeared. Wielding powerful sorcery, they tried to establish dominion over the connection to Sigil. It was then that the gods ordered us three ancient spirits to intervene. And you see three beams of light converge over this temple into a large ball of energy. All of the sounds of the chaos below seem to fade to silence, and from this ball of energy, a single beam shoots downward into the temple right where the portal is located. Everything goes entirely silent for just a few seconds, and then there's a large magical explosion of energy from the inside of the temple. The beams fade and the sound of battle returns. We sealed away the great magic that those individuals had mastered. You know this magic. It is the same magic as the power that Diabolus seeks. The power to ascend to godhood and to access sigil, and therefore the gods themselves. When Diabolus rose before, his aim was the rule of Ursulonia. By ascending to godhood and accessing sigil, it's clear that his aim is now rule over all of the planes. O oh, heroes chosen by the gods, beware. Those who do not know the danger of wielding power will, before long, be ruled by it. Never forget that. The final guardian that you seek is sleeping within the temple in Lake Gotara. And you see the, the room turns back to normal. Zuta fades along with it leaving behind a faint purple magical mist that dissipates in the air around the skeleton. You see the, the three motes of light um, that had entered war um, come out of war's mouth. And with it, he faint breath. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Josh, you are so lucky that you actually killed him when you did. Nope. <laughs> Dude, brutal kill. That was great. Thank you. I. Wait,